Welcome to Thoughts in the Market. I'm Andrew Sheets, Chief Cross Asset Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about trends across the global investment landscape and how we put those ideas together. It's Thursday, April 1st at 2 p.m. in London. As the popular children's rhyme goes, April showers bring May flowers. But for financial markets, it's kind of the other way around. Over the last 30 years, April has been one of the best months of the entire year, while May through September have generally seen lower, below-average returns. Today, I wanted to talk about this tendency of market returns to vary with the season, what could explain April's difference from the months that come after, and how it could apply this year. Basing one's investment view on the tilt of the Earth's axis seems mildly archaic. But seasonal patterns in returns do exist, and have applied both recently and back through time. That famous phrase, sell in May and go away, is often linked to a much older saying among British merchants and investors. Sell in May, go away, and don't come back until St. Ledger's Day, a British horse race that took place in late September. So why is April tended to be stronger and May through September worse? There are a few things that may help explain the boost in April, from a new fiscal year in Japan to the release of first quarter earnings. But one explanation I find particularly compelling is that quite a bit of money comes back to investors in the form of coupons, dividends, and tax rebates around this time of year. But that money flow of coupons and dividends then dries up quite a bit as things move beyond May. Summer also faces a very human problem. Investors tend to take vacation. Some investors probably sell a bit so they have less to worry about, and with more people out of the office, market liquidity tends to be a little bit worse. I'd stress that neither of these are dramatic effects. For global stocks, returns in April tend to be about 2% better than average, while the returns in May through September are about 1% worse. Still, every little bit matters, and over time, these small numbers can make a difference. Will this pattern apply this year? We can't know for sure, and our main focus is usually on the longer term, rather than month-to-month fluctuations in the market. But that said, this April does have a few things going for it, things that do seem to get harder as you move further into the summer. Specifically, this April should be the last month where, according to Morgan Stanley economists, economic data is strong, but U.S. core inflation is still below 2%. First quarter earnings and economic data have an additional advantage this month. It's the one-year anniversary of the lows in economic activity from last year. As such, any year-over-year comparison is going to be highly favorable. From May, however, we forecast U.S. core inflation to rise above 2% and then stay there. The rate of change for economic data off of those extremes of the April 2020 lows should also peak. While we're keeping an open mind, these factors could make for a somewhat more challenging summer. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Thoughts in the Market on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 